Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Glute Force. If it doesn't work... You're just not using enough. You're listening to Soft Web Radio. Special operations military news and straight talk with the guys in the community. On time, on target, Soft Web Radio. We're here to bring you the best in military news and what's going on in the world. And today, we have a very special guest with us. We want to welcome to the podcast, Jay Lewis, who was a captain in the United States Army. Jason started an organization to make an issue of veterans with tinnitus more public. And he wants to bring the issue of better hearing protection for soldiers to the forefront. Um, he served in both Iraq and Afghanistan. And uh, we're going to talk to him a little bit about all of that. Then, But first, we want to welcome him. Jason, welcome to the podcast. 
Yeah, thanks for having me, Steve. Yeah, uh, thank you for coming. And and this is something as I talk to you offline, this is I suffer from both hearing loss and tinnitus. So uh this is something near and dear to all of our hearts. I I believe that uh I think you mentioned to me in, in one of the emails that we got back and forth that uh hearing loss and tinnitus are two of the top uh disability claims at the right now. Yeah, so tinnitus is the number one with approximately 1.7 million claiming tinnitus. So, and then uh, hearing loss is a short is is a close second. I think it's around 1.3 million, and uh, those are the top two claims uh, of people of soldiers in or veterans in the system claiming, you know, both tinnitus and hearing loss. Of course, tinnitus is a is a result of the hearing loss. Sure, sure. But let, before we get into that a little bit more, uh, let's talk about your own experiences. Uh, you served in Iraq and Afghanistan. What unit were you in in the Army? So I served as the, I was a civil affairs officer, served as a Brigade S-9 um, in Baghdad under um, General Phil. Uh, that was in 2006, 2007, and was with the Blackjack Brigade uh, in Camp, uh, Camp Prosperity in the green mm-hmm. zone. We did our patrols out of there. Um, and so I was there in April when uh, General Petraeus said that we were halfway point and General Petraeus kicked everybody in the gut and said, hey, we're going to extend for three months. So um, got the full mill deal there in Baghdad. And then um, after that, I went to uh, soft community um, and was with 91st Civil Affairs Battalion, and I deployed with 3rd Special Forces Group to Afghanistan in Camp Chamkani, which is along the is along the um, Pakistan border in the Pakhtia province. That's a hot area. So, uh, <laughs> well, my buddies went down to Helmand, so you know they thought we were kind of at a resort. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, but. Uh, so yeah, um, let's let, let's get into this. I mean, obviously, in your service, you were subjected to, you know, loud noise, gunfire, probably IEDs, artillery mm-hmm. fire, the whole—I guess you could say the whole nine yards of stuff. Um, you know, and I, I think this is something that, you know, and I was a leader myself. I was a. a executive officer on a special forces team and you know when it came to hearing protection i really don't think we took it seriously enough until it was probably too late yeah i mean you know i'll tell you my first i was enlisted uh years ago before i uh, became an officer and um i tell the story as a stinger crew member and uh by the book if, if you launch a stinger missile without hearing protection twice you you sustain you know hearing damages you know so bad it'll make you go deaf. That's what they told us in the schoolhouse, and so I got an opportunity to do a to fire a stinger missile at a live fire event, and I'm in the pit and the pit sergeant you know is shouting out the commands and we're all nervous and I'm like you know sergeant I can't hear you. He just rips out my ear ear hearing protection said can you hear me now, you know and I go on to fire that missile. Uh, you know, right next to my ear. So, you know, that was the beginning. Um, And, you know, I can go on to tell so many stories of just, um, you know, situations that we're in, you know, like if you're in a mortar attack uh, or a firefight, 
you know, you're not going to start yelling to your guys, hey, everybody, put your hearing protection in. You know, you're you're pushing <laughs> your radio buds deeper into your ears so you don't miss any radio traffic. Exactly. You know, how I, I come up with tinnitus and, and hearing loss, uh, back in the late 80s, we were training an anti-tank company with the 7th Special Forces Group down in Honduras. And um, they were using the 106 millimeter recoilless rifles. And uh, oh one God. of our guys was a comedian. And, you know, everyone came back after lunch. And we had big earmuffs when we were firing those because that's how how loud it, those things were and mm -hmm. i had my earmuffs on top of my head and along with a couple of other guys and you know one of our guys thought he would be really funny and uh wake all the you know the honduran guys up by cooking off around to start the afternoon and uh, i was standing right beside this you know 106 and when that thing right. went off <laughs> i had immediate like that high pitched squeal in your ear. And yep. I had that for about three weeks and it never really went away. I still have it uh, even today. I mean, I'll tell you my, my wife, I drive her crazy cause I have to sleep with the TV on because otherwise that high pitched squeal in my ear will drive her, drive me nuts. Yeah. That's, that's the deal with tinnitus. You know, I didn't start um, actually, you know, dialing into tinnitus until about three years ago. And I've been, I, I got out of the military in 2010. And, um, you know, I, once you start dialing into that ringing, you know, it can be really uh, discouraging, you know, it could cause a lot of anxiety. It did with me. And, uh, you know, I, I looked everywhere for just, you know, you know, resources, you know, things that, you know, that, that other people were talking about it. And, and so, yeah, because, I mean, you know, you're, you're listening to a ghost, right? You, nobody else can hear it. And, uh, you know, so your, your family, my wife, too, you know, it was, you know, she, she really can't understand, uh, you know, what the issue is, you know, with tinnitus, you know, at the ringing, you know, get over it. But uh, I mean, she doesn't say that to me, but, you know, there are people who would feel that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's tough because, I mean, you know, when you're in a really quiet room, that's when it gets loud. I mean, if you're in a, you know, a normal setting, it's not as bad It's when everything gets really quiet. And when you try to go to sleep, I have to have some kind of background noise. I have to, or I won't yeah, sleep. I mean, Spotify for me, like Spotify, like I'll do the uh, eight hours of forest rain or something like that, yep. you know, just to, just to, just to cover the, cover the ringing sound. Yeah, I've done that too. I've, I've done the, um, the forest rain. I, I've done the. Um, there was one that was like some jungle sounds, but that that drove my wife nuts. So we had to right. stop that one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so at, it was after you got out of the service that you know this became a, like kind of a a mission for you. Well, you know, I I'm rated so getting even you know ra getting rated for tinnitus. You usually get rated about zero. Just so if, uh, you know, later on down the road, you start having problems, then you've at least got it on your record. And then so out of the bat, out of the gate, I was um, rated at 10%, which is the cap for tinnitus. You can't get rated more than 10% the VA with tinnitus. Um, with hearing loss, if you have hearing loss, you can get rated higher, but um, tinnitus caps out at 10%. So I knew I had it. Um, 
but you know, again, I was just so busy. I got five kids and, you know, I was making, I was starting a business and just really didn't, wasn't dialed into it. And, um, you know, but down the road, it, it was, I'll tell you, there, there was a couple of weeks I was about three years ago. I was, you know, Oh, you know, what's this ringing going on? It's not going away. It's really bothering me. Um, it feels louder and I'm in a quiet room with my wife and I just took the risk and I say, Hey, you know, sweetheart, do you hear that ringing? <laughs> she says, no. <laughs> I'm like, Oh man, you know, that kind of sinks you, sinks you deeper in kind of the despair of like, ah, you know, is this going to be with me forever? Am I going to, am I going to always, you know, uh, have to be listening to this and how am I going to get through it? Exactly. I, I mean, I, I definitely feel that pain there. I mean, cause I've been dealing with that forever. I mean, it seems like, and then, you know, the hearing loss, it's, it's, you know, that, that happened immediately at the same time. And, you know, it's, it's really difficult because when you have hearing loss, a lot of times, um, I don't know if you've, you've uh, come into this situation on your own, but if you're in a, a like a, crowded room like a something place in public like a bar or a restaurant or like you're in a crowded movie theater or whatever somebody's talking to you you can't hear anything that they say and right. uh, it's it because that background noise kind of blends everything in and uh you know the va set me up with hearing aids um but i mean it doesn't really do much for that that you know that kind of public uh background noise type of thing do you do you have issues with that yourself i'm you know my hearing is is still you know i don't have as much hearing loss um as you know the tinnitus is what really got me um mm-hmm. you know but there definitely is you know i've got to strain and i've i've considered getting ear um hearing aids as well um partly to increase my hearing but also to to you know there's there's types of hearing aids you can get that'll that'll counteract the tinnitus. Well, well, I I get the ones from the VA. I don't know. It doesn't do much for tinnitus, but it definitely helps. I mean, and uh, you know, it's just one of those things. But uh, now, is there any uh, chance of the VA upping this disability rating at all for tinnitus? Is this something well, so that? The- yeah, well, the the you know um, the VA has got they've got a couple of um, departments they're running. I had that up, but I don't uh, doesn't look like it's it's up. Uh, let me just. But they've got a they're doing a lot of research into um, you know tinnitus and hearing loss, and they've actually put out some really um, good uh, videos. Um, the doctor that leads it, he's also suffers with uh, tinnitus himself um, and I've, I've also talked with a doctor uh, Dr. Sarah Theodorf um, who's out of Portland Oregon she's with the National Center for Rehabilitative Auditoria Research NCRAR um, and they're you know they put out research papers uh, you know trying to uh, improve the treatment for um, tinnitus so the, you know, the issue that's been, you know, I problem that I've identified, I think that a lot of people, a lot of veterans would agree with is that you get diagnosed with tinnitus and that's it, right? You, well, you got tinnitus, that's, you know, we'll rate you, but there's not much you can do. 
you know, there, we don't have much else for you. So there's this whole new evolution of, of thinking about tinnitus that's coming out of the VA that they want to start linking it to programs that will, will help you cope with the tinnitus. Um, they're starting to recognize that a lot of soldiers that have PTSD, a lot of soldiers with traumatic brain injury um, will, will almost, you know, I think it's a high percentage, 80, 90% will have accompanying t- tinnitus to go along with it. So, I mean, if you put the, those groups, of, and, and also there was a research paper uh, put out last year by the um, by a research group in Sweden that linked higher suicide rates among um, people who suffer from severe tinnitus. So there's a whole group out there that they hear like roaring, you know, they hear, they hear stuff like that would probably drive me crazy in a minute. Um, you know, these are people who suffer with severe tinnitus, but I think the VA is starting to put the pieces together that, that tinnitus is more than just a, a physical disability. You know, they, for a long time, tinnitus was thought of as just a neurological mental disability, like that's in your head, you know, and only right. recently are they starting to say, hey, this is a physical issue. Right. And, you know, and uh, I I did some reading prior to us, uh, you know, talking to the, this afternoon and, you know, they have the American Tinnitus Association and, you know, they, they've been, you know, trying to raise resources for more research and, you know, but it's still, I mean, it's, they don't get a lot of money to do that. It's, it's something that, uh, you know, uh, I think they, the VA should probably look at doing a little bit better by, uh, you know, all the veterans. Yeah, I think this is a, a I, I mean, I know this is a problem, you know, for a lot of vets. I mean, I've done other um, radio interviews, podcast interviews, and the, and the you know, they, they suffer with it just like you. And, um, you know, this isn't something that really is talked about. And I don't want to, like, put it up there with something like uh, multiple sclerosis or breast cancer or a chronic uh, um, depression. But, you know, it, it, it is, it is a, you know, something a person really suffers with, and it you know, it, it really needs a voice, you know, in, and back in the eighties, you know, you never really talked about some of those, those issues that I, that I talked, that I just mentioned, but, you know, with tinnitus, I think you're, you know, because so many people, not just veterans, but like, you know, guys like Will, William Shatner, uh, Will I am from, from black IPs, uh, um, uh, Sean, what's the guy, um, Martin guy from, uh, Coldplay, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people, um, are coming out now, uh, and, you know, Huey Lewis is another one. He's He's got severe tinnitus. You know, a lot of these guys who are rockers back in the day, you know, and, and the fans, um, you know, we were just devastating our hearing back in the day. And so, you know, I think tinnitus is going to be one of these, like, you know, issues for our generation. you got so many people, about 50 million people in the United States that are suffering with tinnitus. And, uh, you know, just to be vocal, I mean, William Shatner, he's, he was Captain Kirk in Star Wars, Star Trek. Um, you know, he said he was suicidal, you know, and, uh, you know, he's just, you know, just coming out and being able to say, hey, this is causing me this kind of distress. You know, this ringing, it's that big a deal in my life and it's causing me um, that much distress. Just to be able to talk about that, you know, for me, it's been really helpful um, it, it's not just a coping mechanism, but just to know other people are out there suffering with it and, and, you know, sharing ways, strategies of dealing with it is super helpful. Yeah. I mean, it, it helps talking to the VA about it because like I said, when I went there, 
you know, I, uh, I, in the past, I kind of got poo-pooed by it, and they were like, "Well, oh, that's really nothing." But uh, when I went this past, it was about a year and a half ago, I got an auditory specialist that you know was listening to what I actually had to say, and that's when they fit me with these uh, hearing aids. They said should help. It doesn't really help a whole lot with the tinnitus, but it does help me hear better. But, um, you know, it's just one of those things that at night I, I have to have, they call it white noise. I, I don't really call it white noise. I just have to have some kind of background sound, you know. Yeah, like um, a fan or something like yeah. that. Yeah, so yeah. I, I leave the television on at night, you know, because it, that, you know, talking in the background will kind of knock down that that ringing sound because it is it's very disconcerting and if you try to sleep in a very quiet room it will drive you up the wall yeah i mean that's and that's the point is like you know already you know as veterans we already um you know have the the stress of our service and stress of of you know whatever uh missions we did and you know we've already got you know all all those issues going on but i think tinnitus is is a background is one that is a it's a it's one that really isn't um you know you hear about the traumatic brain uh injuries and those are serious issues but um you know i think you know physical injury happened to our ears during our service and you know coping with that and having to deal with the with the um issues from that you're going to have to deal with it the rest of your life you know i don't I'm not part of that camp that believes that, you know, there is a, a cure for tinnitus. Um, I think tinnitus is something that's going to be with me. And I'm not, you know, I don't, it's not a matter of just giving up on it. It's just the, the facts of the research and everything that's out there is that, you know, I got to tell my, you know, Hey, I, I'm going to have tinnitus for a long time. So I better start learning how to deal with it. Now, the good news is research says that those who have been struggling with tinnitus for more than six months and then beyond that, have learned how to cope with it. So like what they're basically saying is you're really, you're really stressful. Uh, you're really going to go through the, through the, through the pit on those first, uh, you know, that first six months. But if you can get past that and you can start to come up with strategies to learn to live with your tinnitus, um, it, you know, you'll, it, you're going to have quality of life, you know, and, and if you don't, then you're not going to have quality of life and it, it's really going to make your, make your life miserable. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so where are we standing at this point right now? With uh, as terms of research and 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 how the VA is helping with tinnitus, yeah, yeah. So I think, like you said, I think the the VA in your own situation where it's they're they're um, paying closer attention. They're they're actually um, you know prescribing you uh, hearing aids. Um, that's that's one step. There's a whole other step that. Uh, is is a management it's a total tinnitus management system that the va has created and it's uh you know on the va sites on my website as well all six videos of and they also offer a handbook and that handbook is available on my website as well and this is all created by the va and this is a tinnitus management system that they've created and they will walk you through it um, with that handbook and i mean and so it's not just throw you off to the handbook and the videos. They're also starting to explore uh, mental health services for those suffering with tinnitus so that you can specifically get uh, whatever mental, mental health professional, whether psychologist uh, or even an audiologist that can look at the, the mental health aspects of, of a person living with tinnitus, not just the physical aspects of it, but how does how does tinnitus affect you mentally? So I think the the VA right now is ju- and again we're just at the start of this, you know for the for the you know in the past uh, they've just not treated tinnitus as a serious um, issue. No, like I said in the past when I went there, they just kind of sloughed it off as you know it was nothing to worry about, you know like it was nothing. But it is something when. When it affects your sleep, because it it eventually, you know, becomes an issue, like, and it can make other issues that you have, I guess, worse. So it's something we we all have to work on. I dug dug up all these videos and posted them on my website concerning, like, famous people with tinnitus. And there's this great video uh, interview. It's 1985. And, uh, you know, the singer Barbara Streisand? And Mm -hmm. uh, Sure. And Barbara Walters, right? Barbara Walters was the big interviewer in the day. And um, so Barbara Walters is like hesitating to bring up tinnitus. And she's, and, and Barbara Streisand's like, 
well, go ahead. You know, I'll, I'll talk about it. And Barbara or Barbara Walters is kind of like, well, I, I don't want to make you seem kooky. And I'm like, like that's that just that encapsulates. That's like perfect um, example of like how people view tinnitus, even up to recently. You know, like you know, hey, I don't want to make you feel crazy. So you know, what's this ringing <laughs> in your ear? But you know, now the the research is 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 it's it's being proven that this is a serious issue. You know, that happens damage to your your uh, ear canal and the and the sensitive the the hairs that are going that are in there and the and the spectrum of frequency that you're supposed to be able to modulate in your ear canal that all gets damaged when you get exposed to very loud noises over time and and i know especially in your community in the in the soft community you know because i rolled out with those guys in, in afghanistan was in part of that community you know I, we're talking not just combat but training you know like how many jumps have i done you know and and just the loud <laughs> the engines of the of the c-17s and the you know and the and the and the, and the you know, all that's involved with training events, you know, that oh, yeah. we're hearing isn't, <laughs> isn't emphasized at all. Yeah. I, I was talking with the, with the audiologist about that. Cause I said, as a primary jump master, you know, you're hanging out the door of an aircraft. Okay. It, it, it might be a C-130 or it might be something else, but the engines are right. I mean, literally yeah. right there. And uh, you know, they're, they're turning pretty high, you know, heavy at that time. I, I never remember ever wearing hearing protection on a jump. I don't think I ever did. You, it's, it, it really, it's a safety hazard. I've done enough patrols and training events. It's like, it's, it's, it's dangerous to not be able to have 360 awareness of what's going on. And that includes your hearing. And, you know, it, it just, so there are ways I know that the, the VA and the military are researching um, such as like bone conducting radio uh, monitoring, you know, they have that, but you know, it's not at the level to where um, you've seen anything be approved at a mass level. I mean, you know, you have Peltors, which, you know, and even these three M defective earplugs were meant to, you know, if, you, if it's kind of like a, a, a car airbag, you know, like something goes loud and, and immediately those earplugs are supposed to seal off your ears somehow. And, uh, you know, that's kind of what the Peltors do, but these, the Peltors are huge, right? I mean, they're, they're like, they're gigantic. And then that, that, you know, whether they're working, you know, I've never, I never wore Peltors in, 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 uh, in combat, you know, and again, I never wore anything but my radio monitoring earbud in my ear. Um, you know, so it just, it, cause this, the hearing protection, it, it ends up being a safety hazard. I've been remiss, and I haven't, you know, asked you to share with our listeners your website where all this is explained. It's easy. Uh, www.vetswithtinnitus.org. So, yeah, you can go on there, and you can find all kinds of good um, resources uh, that will, you know, it's really the website's just meant to, uh, one, just have a network, create a network, create something for veterans to be able to go to uh, talk, you know, and, and see that that they're not alone. Um, also, you know, there is a and I, you know, I'm, I've got a day job. So, I, you know, I don't have all the time in the world to spend doing this. Um, but, you know, I think I think the long term that needs to happen is not just the the diagnosis of tinnitus, the 
um, treatment of tinnitus. I think for our, our current war fighters, you know, who are out there in the field right now, that the military really owes them better hearing protection. Uh, and I, I think, you know, your, your most promising, again, is this bone conducting radio, uh, because until you can somehow uh, remove the earpiece that you're using to monitor your radio in combat, you can't, you're not going to be able to implement hearing protection. It's a joke. It's all just for show. Okay. And, you know, on your website, uh, you, you mentioned the National Center for Rehabilitative Art auditory research um and then what are some of the other things i mean we talked about um you know like for sleep time but what are some of the other things that people can do to manage it like uh without having to go to a doctor is there any other thing that you can share with our listeners about that well i mean i have my own you know i can give my own personal um you know there's a lot of good you know, well, I shouldn't say a lot. There's some books out there. Um, there are also gurus out there who are trying to get your money. Um, so sure. you got to watch those guys. But um, I think, you know, and a lot of things that I've heard in, it's almost like, I, I don't want to call it a philosophy, but you just have to have a mindset of, of that tinnitus is not going to become uh, front and center in your mind and, 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 and ambush your day. Uh, you know, you, I can have different mornings where I wake up and hear the birds chirping. I can hear my kids eating, you know, at, at the breakfast table and, and there's no tinnitus, right? There's just days like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's other mornings where I can wake up and bam, the tinnitus is right there. Or like you say, when you're in a, in a silent room, bam, the tinnitus is right there. I think one of the things that really helped me to, to um, Chris Martin, he's the guy from Coldplay. And he said this as well. Um, is to just realize that tinnitus is just another system, right? That makes noise, uh, and 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 it, or it does make noise, but you, it's just one more system in your body. Like your heart's always pumping, or your your lungs, you're always breathing, um, you know. And, and that kind of putting in its putting tinnitus in its place and keeping it there has been really powerful for me uh, to overcome letting tinnitus kind of get out of the get out of the cage and 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 start affecting my quality of life because. You know, there's days, you know, when, when I was really struggling with it, I would be so irritable, you know, on days where I'm really struggling with tinnitus that, you know, it affects the way I treat my kids, the way I treat my wife. And so um, it took me a long time to just put in place the rhythms, the routines of how I think about tinnitus. Mm-hmm. You know, don't let it become this overwhelming monster in your life, you know, that you think, you know, you just can't live with it anymore. You just got to put tinnitus in its place and keep it there. And, 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 you know, that's worked for me at least. Sure. sure. Now, is there any kind of support system out there for people who suffer, especially some of the people that suffer with it in, you know, in a severe form? Well, I've, I'm a part of a, a Facebook group of, of not veterans. And that's kind of where, you know, I felt that there is uh, something lacking and, and for veterans specifically, because we, uh, you know, it'd be like a, a, you know, if a group of old rockers want to like, you know, get together and say, yeah, my, my, you know, well, yeah, we played that music pretty loud. Now we're all struggling and yeah. suffering with tinnitus. Um, you know, so for veterans, it, you know, it's just, yeah, the, the VA recognizes it, but again, the VA is, you know, and the VA is getting a lot better. I, I will tell you, I, I am, 
impressed with how, how good the VA is getting um, over the last uh, few years um, in terms of calling you back and following up and, and making sure that, uh, you know, and even with this tinnitus research, um, it's amazing how good the, the VA is getting versus what it was even 15 years ago, um, even 10 years ago. So, you know, that, that network, though, um, again, I think this is just something that I personally want to talk about, um, you know, and, and if I even reach, you know, one person who's really struggling with tinnitus and just doesn't see how their life can go on with tinnitus, you know, hey, I would just offer them hope that, you know, you can have quality of life um, right alongside with tinnitus. And, um, you know, and, and that's what I enjoy today. You know, it's it, it was a rough road, but, you know, you can get there. Now, is there um, is there anything on the horizon uh, have you seen that our hearing protection is going to improve for especially the, the military guys out there? Well, I know I, they did a study with three of the biggest um, bone conducting uh, headphone um, companies. And they did this study and, and all three were fair to middling. You know, they were good products, but they just weren't you know, mass producible and, and stuff you want to really issue. I guess they're kind of a little bit gun shy uh, after their 3M debacle of issuing anything that's going to say, hey, this is going to protect your ears. Um, but I honestly have not seen anything that, you know, is on the horizon that is, is being touted by anybody um, because hearing protection, again, is just something that's so like it, it's it's not interesting. It's not talked about. Um, you, you, you don't really see the effects of it right away. Like if it was a, a traumatic brain injury, uh, you know, or, or, a, you know, you got shot, like that, those are okay. I know, you know, those are, those are upfront issues that happen to a person in combat, but hearing damage is just one of those things that's, you know, um, out of sight, out of mind. And I think that's how the military uh, approaches it because I don't, I, th- I know they do have some organizations, uh, within the VA, but I've picked through a lot of that information and it's just a lot of research, but there's not a lot of talk about how are we going to protect the war fighters hearing right now today? I mean, if another combat or if another war kicks off today, you know, I'm sure everything I've seen, our guys are still going in um, to these combat zones with the same type of hearing protection that we had back in Afghanistan and Iraq. Yeah, uh, that's the sad part. And again, I mean, I think it has to be a command influence type thing where, you know, we have to start ensuring that junior leaders right down to the squad level, make sure that guys are protecting their hearing. Um, uh, I, like I said, I started doing it way too late. (laughs) Yeah, you nailed it, uh, Steve. That's exactly it. It's got to be a, you know, you got to get down to the, to the, um, you know, the squad leader level where that squad leader is taking hearing protection seriously, just as much as eye protection. You know, I, I can remember always wearing eye protection in combat just in case a mortar round goes off or something and, and you, you've got eye protection on. I think they were like Oakley's. So that's something that you could implement. The, the hearing protection is really difficult to implement because of the, you know, because you have to monitor the radio. Mm-hmm. And so, but, you know, but, Overcoming that, you I mean, I know we can, we, you know, the, there's got to be the technology, we can create the technology, uh, but yeah, implementing it would be the, the more difficult 
piece because, you know, you know, going around, making sure everybody's got their hearing protection. That's easy to do on the fire, on the practice firing line, you know, when you're in training, but in combat, you know, that's like one of the last things you're thinking about is hearing protection. Right. Yeah. Well, as I said, I, I learned about it way too late. Uh, you know, it was after I was out of the military, a, a good friend of my wife's and I, he was the head roadie for a couple of years with Metallica. And oh, we saw them at a big stadium concert. We were actually on the stage with them, and their sound system was a lot taller oh, than man. I was. And I put earplugs in uh, because I had learned the hard way that I right. knew my ears would be ringing for a week afterwards. Well. You know, I could still hear the music or you could feel it right through your bones up on the stage. Sure. Yeah. But everybody that was with us talked about how their ears were ringing for days afterwards. And I always remember that. And I was like, yeah, I learned that lesson the hard way. So, yeah. And it's something. Well, my grandfather, he worked in car washes. He had tinnitus and he had to go to sleep every night. He had to have the television on. You know, but I think our generation is just going to get, I mean, you know, again, already 50 million Americans um, are already suffering with tinnitus. You know where they really um, have focused and made it a national priority is in Great Britain. Um, in Great Britain, they have all kinds of organizations and supporting organizations and research and national campaigns to, uh, you know, make tinnitus awareness a priority because so many people in Britain uh, are struggling with it. So, I mean, you know, I'm I'm kind of, you know, I know there's other people out there that that are, um, you know, trying to trying to make this uh, awareness, you know, tinnitus awareness. You know, there's so many things competing for attention these days. But you know, for me, I just I really, you know, and why I'm doing these podcasts and why I've got this website is just to address, you know, those those individuals that just looking for resources, looking for a network, um, just so they know, hey, you're not alone. And, and that also that they know that this is something that happened to you. This is not just some ghost that's haunting you, that you, this happened to you just as much as if, you know, if a, you know, an IED goes off and that, that concussion hits your body, you know, when that, when those mortars go off or the gunfire or any kind of the, the, the loud noises that is happening to your, that is physically happening to your eardrums and damaging your eardrums. So I think that needs to be known, um, more broadly um, because like I, like we've talked about, you know, with VA just, okay, well, you got tinnitus, move on. You know, there's not a lot of, of real counseling with, Hey, you know, this could develop into an issue of mental health for you. And we're here if you need us. Right. And uh, again, for our listeners out there, uh, especially I'm sure most of our listeners who served in the military, uh, they probably have some form of hearing loss or tinnitus. Yeah. So again, www.vetswithtinnitus.org. Check out the, the website. And, uh, you know, there's also a, a, a tab in there where they can donate to help and ex, uh, explain that to our listeners as, as well. Yeah. I mean, that's just there to kind of cover costs. I, I would like to travel to, you know, some of these uh, audiology conferences, VA conferences, set up a booth and just, you know, again, I've got a day job you know, and I've got five kids that are in school, so I don't have a lot of time to devote to this. Um, but when I can pick up a podcast interview, um, or if I can, you know, travel to these conferences and just start to be, you know, bang the drum on this issue about tinnitus, um, that it is, it is a mental health issue. 
Um, you know, you couple like a guy with PT, I've got, I'm rated 30% for PTSD and then, you know, antinitis, you know, or, or especially they did a research with the people with brain traumatic brain injury. And, and, you know, they're already in a category where they, they have more likely to have thoughts of suicide, more, more likely to have high anxiety in their life, um, low quality of life, you know? And so tinnitus adds to that. It's not, you know, it's not just like, just some other thing that's an outlier. It's, it's, it's can be a front and center issue just as much as any other problem we come out of the military with. Yeah. That's something I, I definitely have to get updated because I'm at 70% for chronic pain due to injuries results of, you know, mm. <laughs> what we did. And uh, I, I have zero right now for tinnitus or hearing loss. And uh, that's, that's been documented in my, uh, in my record since the days of uh, being in the seven special forces group. So that's something else that, you know, I never thought of it that way that, it, you know, the chronic pain combined with that, the lack of sleep can make things worse. So that's something yeah, I'm going to have to look into personally. Yeah. You're a double whammy. Cause this research project, um, paper that, that was put out in Sweden, they actually, um, they likened sufferers of tinnitus with sufferers of chronic pain. Um, and so the, it was kind of a same demographic, kind of the same issue, same uh, thoughts of suicide rates or suicide rates, you know, higher than the general population. Um, you know, so, I mean, you know, yeah, a lot of our veterans today, I mean, they've, we've had a lot of um, veterans from Afghanistan and Iraq commit suicide, you know, and that's tragic. So, I mean, you know, something like this, I mean, you know, you, you really want to catch these guys. You want to build support networks around these guys. You know, I've been out of the military now for 10 years and I'm, you know, I'm adjusted. Right. But, you know, um, that's come at a cost and that hasn't been easy. And, and I know a lot of your listeners, you know, um, you know, you, you've just gone through, you know, when you get out, you finish the military, you, you know, you don't have a huge network of people that have done what you've done, especially in the soft community. Um, you know, you're even more uh, limited in who your network can be. Yeah, absolutely. And again, uh, check out the website, vetswithtinnitus.org. There's a, a tab in there, resources. Uh, I mentioned it uh, briefly earlier, the National Center for Rehabilitative Auditory Research. Um, there's a progressive tinnitus management uh, workbook that you can click on and download right there. Uh, if people are suffering with that, if you know someone or you're someone who's suffering with it, you can download the workbook and, and check it out and hopefully uh, get some relief from that. But uh, Jason, I want to thank you for your time. Is there anything else you'd like to add uh, you know, to our listeners out there about this issue? No, it's a, it's a pleasure. And, you know, I know it's, you know, we come from kind of a tough guy culture, you know, and the last thing a guy wants to do is admit that a little bit of ringing in his ears is causing him anxiety. Um, but I would say, Hey, you know, that, that is a serious issue. Tinnitus is no joke. And if you get on, you know, some of these famous, uh, you know, people that are starting to come on online about tinnitus, you know, it just takes, you know, a few people talking about it. Um, you're not less of a man. If you, if, if you have an issues about, or less of a woman having issues with tinnitus. Um, I, I will be the first to say, you know what, it caused me a lot of anxiety 
and and problems um, for quite a while, and it took me a long time to learn to live with it. So, you know, I would just say there is there is hope out there, and you can manage tinnitus, and you can live with tinnitus. All right. Well, Jason, thank you very much uh, for joining Enjoyed us this it. afternoon. And uh, yeah, we want to thank you for joining, and uh, you know. Talking about this issue, it's always something we're always looking out for our veterans. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, we'll find a happy medium for all this stuff. But uh, thanks again for joining us here on softrep.com and the Softrep uh, radio podcast. And uh, take care. All right, Steve. Thank you for the opportunity. You've been listening to Soft Rep Radio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.